Hey, Pittsburgh. There are some incredibly creative people around our city, and we're here to meet them, learn what they do, and how they create. I'm Alan Fear, and this is the Pittsburgh Creators Podcast. I'm super excited to have her on. Um, I want to welcome uh, Carla Cardello. For our audience who might not be familiar with you or your work, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what it is that you create? Sure. Um, so as, as he said, my name's Carla. Um, I am mostly a photographer. Um, I do both city and food photography. Um, for the city side, I walk around Pittsburgh capturing the streets and bridges um, and sharing that. And then on the food side, I do food photography, and I also develop the recipes and do the food styling for that. Now, in, in doing a little research, um, the one thing that I thought was really interesting is you actually had you went to culinary school, and you also have a multimedia degree. Um, can you talk a little bit about what inspired you to uh, to take that academic route for those two things, and and um, what that process was like for you? Sure. So yeah, I went to um, Slippery Rock University for my multimedia degree, and I started out in video. And then while I was in college, I started a food blog, and I was working on that, um, creating the recipes and f- photographing the food for fun. And then eventually, I found out video wasn't the right medium for me. And at that point, my food blog has grown. And um, right now I'm a, I'm a full-time freelancer. So um, I do a lot of uh, uh, client work. And then eventually, since I was doing the recipe stuff more seriously, um, I did an online culinary course and got my degree with that. So I knew the ins and outs of like how recipes work and the different cooking techniques, making sure that that's successful there. Wow, that's fascinating. Now, have you, have you always had a passion for, for food and for cooking? Yeah, so growing up... Um, In middle school, everyone takes home economics, and that's what introduced my love for cooking. And just like I would always collect recipes and hang on to them, and then I would make them. So I've always loved food since at least middle school, if not before then. So it's always been a part of me throughout, you know, high school and college as well. The thing that's fascinating about this for me is that there's the artistic side of it where you do see the visual image of the food. Um, but do you start from that as a perspective or how do you gain inspiration for the for the recipes and the food that you do create? So th- there's definitely a couple ways I approach it. Um, the first way is uh, my point of view for my blog is recipes for two and small batch baking. So I look to see, okay, what recipes are people looking for? Um, I do a lot of like six inch small cakes. So I may look and see, okay, there's no recipe for this type of cake. So I'll focus on that. Um, From a more creative standpoint, if I see a really cool styling um, photo in a magazine or something, I says, oh, that looks really cool. I want to try that myself. Then I kind of think, you know, okay, what recipe will look great with this type of styling? So going away from from the food a little bit, you mentioned the other uh, one of your other passions um, outside of just photographing food as photography in general. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, uh, how you got into the photography thing and, um, where, where you really kind of started with that? Uh, sure. So to, to start at the very beginning, my whole entire life, I've always taken pictures. 
Like even in like elementary school, I would have one of those disposable cameras. If I go on a field trip or even like family vacation, I'm always taking photos. Um, so it's, it's always been with me. Uh, but as far as actually getting started with City Life Adventures, um, when I worked from home, I was behind my computer a lot or, you know, I was, you know, in the kitchen a lot. And it's like, OK, I need a break. And I would go out every night and take a walk. And I would walk. I started out with the uh, the river trail along North Shore. And um, if if you've never been there before, there's you could see a lot of the city there. So I would just walk along like, oh, this looks really cool. And I would take a quick picture on my phone and, you know, kind of grew from there. And now I, I walk around with my camera now. But at the time, it started out on my phone. And it's just like I had all these photos. Um, I can't really share them on my food account. So I decided to separate them. And I started City Life Adventures in 2016 as far as posting on Instagram to share with everyone. They're great images, but they're also great images of Pittsburgh. And that's one of the things that we always find fascinating here as well is it's just how uh, much the city itself kind of ties in to that creation process. Can you talk a little bit about what, um, you know, the city means to you in terms of your art? Like what are some things that maybe that you pick up on or how does the city inform your kind of aesthetic? Sure. One thing I'm known for are puddle reflections. Um, as the name states, if I see a rain puddle, um, you can get low to the, to the ground, to the puddle and stick your lens near it and it'll reflect the scene in front of you. Um, and so I've kind of started that for fun. I'm like, hey, look at this cool thing. And now I'm known for it. So anytime I'm walking around um, and this doesn't have to be puddles, it can be like window reflections, shiny tables, um, anything that reflects. Um, I, I walk around and kind of keep in the back of my mind, okay, is there like a puddle here? Um, is there anything reflective that I can have fun and create with that? Do you ever find spots that you see a puddle or you see something really cool and like, oh, I'll come back and when the light's right and I'll do this. I mean, are there, are there certain puddles or reflections that inspire you <laughs> that, you know, that you've come back to? Like if it does, if it's, if it's completely dry, but I think it'd make a cool puddle. Like for example, I was trying to get the Monongahela incline, um, reflection, and that one's a little tricky because the um, PJ Ardleway is sloped. So when it rains, you can imagine rain doesn't stay. But when the snow melted, I was able, it, I was able to get puddles from the melting snow because they, they kind of like sat there a little bit because they were in the snow. Um, so I was able to finally come back to that shot and, and get a puddle of that. So there, I do have a long list of puddles that I think would work. And I would have to wait for the right opportunity, the right storm, the right conditions. Now, I always find, find it fascinating that, you know, certain creators have like checklists like, oh, this is it. Do you find yourself like writing down ideas sometimes or do you do you journal or do anything like that? Yes, I do write down a um, couple lists. Um, for example, when it snows uh -huh. um, and when the snow actually like stays on the ground, it looks pretty. Yeah, right, um, right. I have a couple, I have a shot list for that. Cause you know, you have only have a certain amount of time to go out and capture those, those scenes. So I have a list for that. I have a list for puddle shots. I have a list for sunsets um, spots as well. As you travel in different cities and you travel in Pittsburgh specifically, I know there's always like those iconic views and to uh, kind of look away from those iconic views at a puddle to see the reflection back in it is, I, I just think it's kind of, a, it's a different perspective. And uh, I really appreciate that. It's they're, they're really, really cool images and really fun to look at. Let's take a quick break to talk about this podcast and how you can support our endeavors to showcase 
Pittsburgh's Creators. The Pittsburgh Creators Podcast is supported by the Pittsburgh Creators Project. You can learn more at www.pittsburghcreators.org. Reach out through our website for more information about how you can sponsor an episode and keep hearing from creatives in Pittsburgh. If you know a creator we should speak to, let us know. Back to the interview. Coming out of school, where did you have any apprehension about that? Because um, I know a lot of times um, it, can, it can be a little bit intimidating. Um, but at the same time, it's like it's something, you know, it's our art, it's our craft, it's the things that we love and we want to integrate. Did you have any of those fears coming out of, you know, the academic environment? And like, um, what what's some advice maybe that you could give to somebody that that wants to pursue a route similar to this? Yeah, I did have a little bit of a hesitation. Um, after college, I did work uh, four years as a videographer for a company. Okay. But um Towards the end of that, I realized this wasn't the path for me. I wasn't happy. And at the time, I had a couple of food clients. And it was just one of those things where, and another thing too, um, when I had that job, I lived in the middle of Pennsylvania. I lived in the middle of nowhere, really tiny, like country town. And so I wanted to move back to Pittsburgh. And as much as I tried looking for a job prior to moving, it, it just wasn't working out. So I said, I have a couple clients. Let me move back to Pittsburgh, give it six months, a year. And if, you know, if it's not doing great, then I'll go and, you know, do the job search again. But fortunately for me, it worked out, you know, it just kept building and building. So I definitely had hesitation with that, but it just reached the point where I just couldn't live the way I was living anymore. Now, how do you reach your clients in terms of um, your 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 food clients? Um, are they like individuals? Or are they businesses who are who are wanting to develop a recipe or or looking for outside inspiration? Or are they looking for marketing and commercial materials? Like how does how does that work? I'm fascinated by that. So it's mostly food brands that reach out to me. Now I work with, I I focus on recipes. Uh So I focus on, okay, here's an ingredient, make a recipe with this ingredient. Um, My latest one is a burger. It's a burger company. So, hey, here's this burger patty. Please make a recipe using our burger patty. And what, and I, you know, I uh, develop it and shot it for them and they're going to post it on their website. So their consumers can make my recipe with their burger. What are some of your favorite ingredients or inspirations as far as the food recipes? I'm sure everyone has like their go-to, like this is my food. This is where I feel most at home <laughs> eating. Um, what, what's that for you? For me, it's baking. Um, anytime I can do desserts for a client, that's definitely my strong wheelhouse. Um, ever since it's, I've always been fascinated with baking, like ever since I was little, um, I'd rather bake than make dinner. Um, so definitely anything involving desserts is definitely what excites me the most. So uh, you've got your you've got a lot of things going on. You have um, all of your cooking stuff and, and recipe preparation and everything else, and you have all of your your uh, your adventures um, and your city life adventures. Um, how do you how do you stay fresh with everything? How, how do you how do you stay inspired um, to continue to do the work? So one of my favorite things to do is take the day off. Um, even if it's for a few hours on like a Friday afternoon, I like to go to like the different museums or like Phipps conservatory. I have memberships to them. Um, I'm a huge coffee drinker. So what I like to do is go out for a cup of coffee. 
um, now that we can sit, you know, back inside restaurants again um, and have a drink, you know, a cup of coffee and then go to the museum. Um, I don't have any intention of taking photos, but if I feel inspired, I may take a couple quick pics um, and just kind of like take the afternoon off and just like not really worry about taking the best photo or anything like that. Right. Yeah. And again, it's, it's really interesting. I've heard several people say this too, that um, you need to take time for yourself and learn yourself before you can create for someone else or, or to put something out there. I think that's, that's, that's really great advice um, for any, you know, of our, of our listeners that are, you know, looking for inspiration or, or, or um, trying to continue on with, you know, creating. Um, what are some words of wisdom that you could give them? This is going to sound cheesy, but definitely say true to who you are. Um, whenever I first started out, I was working for someone else. I was not happy with how my life was. So like, make sure you're doing what makes you happy. Make sure you take a break. Like I know that, you know, time is, a. we all, you know, never seem to have enough time, but just make sure even if for a couple hours for afternoon, make sure you take a break. Um, make sure you also set office hours. Um, don't be working, you know, 24 seven. Um, for me, I work during the day and I don't work in the evenings. Um, you know, f- so find the schedule that works best for you and stick to those office hours. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on and talking with us uh, this afternoon. Um, it was an absolute pleasure to hear about your work and and how you've taken, you know, these multiple loves and, and put everything together in kind of like a, a new recipe and created, uh, you know, the blog and, and all of the things that you do with food. It, I, I just think it's fascinating. Um, and I want to let you know that we really appreciate your work and, and thank you so much for coming on. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been a blast. The Pittsburgh Creators Podcast is supported by the Pittsburgh Creators Project. You can learn more at www.pittsburghcreators.org. If you know a creator we should speak to, let us know by reaching out to us through our website. The podcast is produced and theme composed by Robert Tra. Special thanks to Greta Zewi and Jesse Noss of Red Cayman Studios here in Pittsburgh for their post-production work. I'm Alan Fear. We'll see you next time.